Good morning, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you are doing well and doing great with family and friends today. And hope you don't even hear this today. I hope you're having such a great Thanksgiving that you don't hear this. But if case you're working or working out or traveling and you just find yourself wanting to listen to the Dr. Lee Warren podcast today, I'm going to give you back the 2021 and 2022 Thanksgiving episodes back-to-back. There's a lot of great music in here, a little reminder that some people are struggling on holidays and what to do for them, and some things to be grateful about. I am incredibly grateful for you. Um, The show has grown and spread all over the world in the last year, and we've really dug into the messages around Hope is the First Dose. I hope you've read that book. And if you haven't yet, highly encourage you to read it or give it as a gift for the holidays. Be a great Christmas gift for somebody who's looking for hope. But we've also dug deep into the neuroscience and I've learned so much with you over the last year about how self-brain surgery really is taking control of the incredible power of your mind to improve your life and help you to become healthier, feel better, and be happier using all the incredible, fearfully, and wonderfully things about how you're made that your Creator has given you. And we're just grateful. We're grateful for you, grateful for the prayer wall, grateful for this incredible community around the world of people who are trying to change their minds and change their lives. So we're going to smash all that stuff together today and get after it with two back-to-back episodes from the last two years. We're having a week with some family, and we're trying to take a little time down. So I didn't record a brand new episode for 2023. And like I said, hope you don't hear this today. But if you do, here's some great information that's been offline for a while, and I think you'll enjoy the two episodes back-to-back coming at you with lots of great music so that you can get after it. But before we do that, I just have one question for you. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. Are you ready to change your life? Well, this is the place, Self-Brain Surgery School. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and this is where we go deep into how we're wired, take control of our thinking, and find real hope. This is where we learn to become healthier, feel better, and be happier. This is where we leave the past behind and transform our minds. This is where we start today. Are you ready? This is your podcast. This is your place. This is your time, my friend. Let's get after it. Good morning, Dr. Warren, Lisa, and Tata. I just wanted to tell you happy Thanksgiving and how grateful I am for each of you and how thankful I am that God made each of you just as you are and the individuals that God is growing you to keep becoming. You've been such a huge grace to my life and I share your podcast uh, with so, so many people. And yes, Dr. Warren, I would love for you to share some of your uh, top five uh, worship uh, albums or uh, songs in future podcasts. May you have time to be refreshed today and just enjoying being present um, with all the many blessings God has for you in this day. You all take care and know that you are loved and prayed for very often. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawn. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever I 
Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. Worship Your holy name. And your soul to end Your name is great And your heart is kind For all your goodness I will keep on saying Ten thousand reasons For my heart to find Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. And all. Strength is fading, the end draws near, and my time has come. Jesus, still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years, then forevermore, it's gonna be forevermore. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your holy name, all of my days, I worship Your holy name. Them forever gone. I worship your holy name. Your holy name. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. It is Thursday morning, 25 November 2021. And I want to send a shout out to listeners all over the world. And I always say, hey, my friend. Because I don't ever want you to think I'm talking to a large group of people. I'm just talking to you. Lisa and I and Tata are so grateful for each and every person who spends their time every day listening to the podcast. And we pray that it's beneficial to you. And I just want to send a shout out to the thousands of listeners in the United States. But also, for the last two weeks, we've been in the top 25 in Croatia. We um, don't personally know anyone in Croatia. But whoever's listening out there, know that we're praying for you and we love you. We got a shout out to Canada, Germany, Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, United Kingdom, South Africa, Spain, Russia, India, Romania, Japan, Serbia, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Singapore, Italy, the Philippines, Iraq, Norway, Brazil, Montenegro, Denmark, the Netherlands, the United Arab Emirates, Belgium, France, Austria, Switzerland, Ecuador, Ghana, Hong Kong, Jamaica, Poland, and Thailand. Those are all places where someone has listened to the podcast just in the last day or two. 
all over the world. There's another 300 or so IP addresses that we don't uh, have the ability to track, so we know that there are people all over the world. Last month, there were over 80 countries that downloaded the podcast. So wherever you are and whatever you're going through today, know that Lisa Tata and I, Harvey and Lewis, love you, and we're grateful for you, and we're thankful for you. One of the things we're thankful for is this community of people all over the world who are bearing one another's burdens, especially on the prayer wall. The prayer wall, wleewarnmd.com slash prayer, has become an amazing community where people are lifting each other up, praying with and for each other, and often even praying for us, like Lola just said. Thank you, by the way. Lola kicked off this episode. Lola from Kentucky, great listener, uh, just a fabulous supporter. We love you very much, Lola. Thank you for starting us off today. And then we had Matt Redman. A song that's about giving thanks, 10,000 Reasons, one of my favorites. And here's another one of my favorite songs just for you on this Thanksgiving.
Hey, that was Shane and Shane with uh, O Thou Found of Every Blessing. Great song for Thanksgiving. And here's a spoiler alert. It's no longer Thanksgiving. It's Friday, the 26th of November, 2021. It's about 5.30 in the morning. Todd, Todd just went um, back to his room after being out for a while. The dogs got up at 3 this morning. So just kind of one of those days that's not getting off to the kind of start that we thought it would. Um, sort of the theme of this week, right? We've had a lot of unexpected challenges this week it's uh yesterday thanksgiving was a beautiful day um pretty cold here in nebraska but um lisa spent a lot of the morning and the day before cooking and getting ready and our plans changed a bit we were going to be in san antonio and that didn't work out for reasons we'll discuss later um but basically uh the dogs got up uh, on the counter and ate four sticks of butter while she was cooking and <laughs> then they got up at three o'clock this morning, probably because of the butter. Um just things kinda kinda different. There we had a moment yesterday and I just want to share this with you, um, because it's on my mind and on my heart this morning that Thanksgiving and Christmas and the holidays they're they're not always easy for people. They're sometimes holidays can bring a lot of uh sad feelings back and grief and pain and and difficulties and and holidays aren't always easy especially if it's the first year since you lost someone or the first year since you went through a divorce or the first year since something big happened in your life um i had a moment yesterday when lisa was cooking and took the turkey out of the oven and it just smelled so perfect and thanksgiving has always been our favorite holiday and as the kids were growing up, we always played a turkey bowl football game out in the field by our house in Auburn. And just Thanksgiving is just, a, the, you know, from a Christian perspective, really is probably one of our always favorite holidays because you have a moment to acknowledge all the things you're grateful for. Well, we took the turkey out and I turned around and I noticed the two drumsticks down in the pan, perfectly roasted and just beautiful. And it just, it wrecked me for a moment. And, and it wrecked me because drumsticks were always josh and and mitch our two sons their favorite part of the turkey and they would always eat and we got these pictures of of them eating the drumsticks and when mitch was a little boy holding that giant drumstick up um fighting over the wishbone and all those things and it just took me back to all those times and this feeling of profound loss right just kind of sweeps over you and when you're not ready for it it kind of comes back to you we've talked about that before And I was talking to Josh on FaceTime yesterday, and of course he had his first son, Riker, who was born about nine months ago, and um, we were chatting, and Josh said, you know, something happened this week that really kind of hit me, and I said, what happened? And he said, before he had a son, when he would hear about somebody being sick or somebody getting hurt, he he would say, oh, that's terrible, I'm sorry that happened. But now that he has a son, Riker's been sick this week, and Riker's been struggling, he's had a fever, and hasn't felt good. And Josh said, you know, now that I have a son, I feel it in my bones. It hurts in my spirit when he's not okay, when he bumps his head or when he has a fever. It just it crushes me internally, and I feel it as if it's happening to me. 
And that's exactly right. It reminded me of Romans twelve fifteen, where he says, um, Paul says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. The New Living Translation says, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. The idea is we're supposed to be able to empathize with other people when they're feeling things. I've said it many times. I've even written about it. I'm writing about it in my new book. Feelings aren't facts, okay? Just because you feel something, that's a neurochemical event, but it doesn't mean it's really happening to you. But that doesn't mean, when I say feelings aren't facts, I'm not trying to diminish the fact that you do feel those things. I felt grief yesterday. I felt pain as if I just lost Mitch right then. But I didn't. It happened eight years ago. It's our eighth Thanksgiving without him. But just because I feel it doesn't mean it's true, right? doesn't mean it's happening afresh. But at the same time, when people are feeling things, we have a responsibility, a spiritual responsibility, to be there with them in those moments. Not to tell them that the feeling isn't valid, but to to mourn with them, rejoice with them, weep with them, be happy with them, be be there in those moments with people. And so in the spirit of yesterday being Thanksgiving and this being a holiday season, I was thinking about you. If you're out there and you're hurting, you know, my friend Hank Young lost his wife a year ago. Um, there's a lot of people who Thanksgiving is hard and it's not easy. And it sometimes can be hard to find something to feel thankful for. We have a guy on our prayer wall that writes in all the time, Daniel Cahill. He's homeless in New York City, 70 years old, and he's struggling. They can't find a place to live. And it's hard sometimes. We, we make it, we make all these statements about, you know, be thankful, be positive. And sometimes it's hard to find something to be thankful for. There's a woman named Jennifer Greenberg, uh, who's a writer, uh, read her book, um, wrote a really great book, I think 2019, it came out called Not Forsaken, uh, about her story of being abused by her father as she grew up, who was a Christian and was a pastor. Um, and well, I don't know if he was a pastor, but he was certainly a leader in their church. And, um, and basically the, her story of overcoming that and still finding her faith. And she wrote an article this week that came out um, on October 28th in, on Crosswalk, which is a website that we read, a newsletter that we get in the email. And I saw this article and realized it was her, um, that, and I'd read her book before. And uh, Jennifer Greenberg wrote an article called Three Steps Toward Feeling Thankful on Thanksgiving When You're Sad. And I won't go through the whole thing, but I'll put the link in the show notes. But basically she said, remember that it's okay to mourn. It's okay to acknowledge that you're feeling something on a holiday. There's so many memories that come up. Like when we have Thanksgiving and there's football on TV, inevitably I'm going to think about all those games we played on Thanksgiving Day with the kids and all the times that we spent out there with them. And it's and it's okay to mourn. It's okay to grieve. Even if it's not happening now, it's still okay to feel that. And the number one, the number two thing that she said is create new traditions. If if you have a, a history of having abuse or trouble in your family or loss or something like that and, and the event of the holiday is triggering for you, then maybe your family needs to make some new traditions. Maybe she talked about how one year they ordered tamales instead of making a, a traditional meal and it just was to help them kind of shake out of a routine that they had. And now they've got some new routines. And so now you have, now you have a new thing to remember. I look forward to instead of the one that brings up all that old pain. And so maybe sometimes you need to shake things up a little bit. And the third one is sometimes you need to just be thankful that you went through something hard because it can remind you that, yes, you went through it, but God got you through it. And yes, you had a hard time, but it taught you how to be resilient. Or yes, you went through a difficult thing, but it made you stronger. And she wrote something that I thought was really beautiful. She said, 
if I hadn't had a dad who was dysfunctional and who manipulated and harassed and berated me, I might not have been so protective of my own daughters. I might not be so careful about how they're treated. I might not be so conscious of all the ways my attitudes, behaviors, and words would color their perception of themselves. I might not be able to work alongside my husband to guide our family in ways that avoid those unhealthy pitfalls I know so well. And then she says this. It's really important, friend, to hear this. She says, I'm not saying abuse benefited me. I'm saying that surviving by the grace of God did benefit me. Like a desert flower that's endured droughts, floods, blazing days, and freezing nights, survivors are strengthened by experience. We remain strong when circumstances grow difficult. We can identify unhealthy behavior because we've seen those behaviors taken to extremes. We can cope with hardship because we've coped with hardship. We endure and overcome because we've done it all before. We're tough as nails because we've been through the furnace. That's what Isaiah was talking about, by the way, friend. This is Lee again. That's what Isaiah was talking about when he says that he refined you in the furnace of suffering. It's not good that you suffered, but you can come out of it by the grace of God in a refined way that makes you stronger and more resilient. So I'm just just bending, making a nod right now to weep with you if you're weeping today. If it's a hard day for you, if it's a hard season for you, we're with you. Lisa and I and Tata, we're weeping with you. We're rejoicing with you. I'm just saying there's some ways to process that. It doesn't have to be so painful. Well, it might be so painful, but it doesn't have to be the end of the story because there's ways to cope with it and deal with it. I'm going to leave you. Tommy Walker released a video this week. Um, I know I play a lot of Tommy Walker songs, but he's just like, he's the guy for me songwriting-wise in terms of helping me worship and focus my thoughts, and I love the way he plays and all that. Um, Tommy did a song back in 2016 called What Else? It's about what else could you do but be grateful uh, when, when God has been so good to us. And I just want to leave you with that. What else from Tommy Walker? Listen, friend, Thanksgiving didn't turn out like I thought it would. It was a beautiful meal and a great day, but um, lots of crazy things happened this week, and I intended to have this you know special episode with lots of listeners involved and all that. It just didn't pan out that way, so we'll get it next year. But not everything pans out the way you think. Your life doesn't either, right? There's hard things. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. But he also said in John 10, 10, I came here that you might have life and have it abundantly and have it to the full. Friend, it's Thanksgiving. I hope you didn't eat too much, but I hope you had the opportunity to. And if you're alone or if things are hard, we're with you. We're weeping with you. If you're rejoicing today, we're rejoicing with you. Friend, you can always find a way to be grateful. Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So even if it's hard right now for you, give thanks that you know he's going to get you through it because he's done it before. Give thanks that you know he's going to refine you through the process. And if you're tired of being refined, if you're just if you're just so tired of it feeling like it's never going to get up, then just give thanks to him knowing that the dawn will come. As Arthur said a couple of weeks ago, If you find yourself in the dark, you just got to wait for the light because it's coming. You don't have to make it come. It will come. All you have to do, my friend, is start today. Here's Tommy Walker. Happy Thanksgiving. We're with you. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Heaven's touch paid heaven's price despise for us 
left alone Took my sin What grace he's shown What he's given me Richest king Could not repay With anything All he sacrificed
good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. I am excited to be here with you on Thanksgiving Day, and I am not going to keep you very long. I just thought if you're going to work out or drive to the store or do something today where you have a few minutes to not take time away from your family, you might want a little bit of something to think about on Thanksgiving. I am with people I love. We're doing things that we love uh, and surrounded by family, and we're so grateful. And I just, I'm incredibly grateful for you. But I want to take a moment to acknowledge that it's sometimes hard to be okay on these holidays. And it's okay if you're struggling today, if you've lost someone or you're going through something hard. It's okay to be a little melancholy. It's normal. I mean, we always are too. There's always a missing seat, empty seat at the table, Lisa's mom or son, Mitch. There's there's always somebody missing. So it's okay to be a little melancholy. But I just want to give you some things to think about today so that you can change your mind and change your life about Thanksgiving because gratitude is the path forward out of despair and hopelessness. We're going to talk tomorrow on Friday Conversations with Tommy Walker about that, and it's going to be wonderful. But you can't change your life until you change your mind. Today I want to help you change your mind just for a few minutes with a little worship and some scripture about Thanksgiving. And Lisa's going to help us start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Okay, I told you our verse for November, our our verse for new thing November is going to be Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. That's hard on holidays. It's hard not to, if if you've lost somebody, if you've gone through something hard, you're dealing with something impossible. It's hard not to remember the former things and consider the things of old. But the reason he says not to in this, in this context is verse 19. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Sorry if you can hear that. The heat just kicked on. It is five degrees outside. So our house, the heat is running. So if you can hear it, it's okay. God says, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'm going to tell you, I've been in a literal desert in Iraq. And one day I got caught outside in a mortar attack and I didn't have a bomb shelter nearby. I didn't have my body armor, or my helmet on. All I could find was this concrete wall. And there was a barrier there, and I was able to hunker up against that wall. And I thought, well, at least if the mortar lands on the other side of this wall, this wall is going to protect me. And I found some comfort in that wall that was there for me. Even though there was nothing else in that desert, I was in the middle of the kind of remote part of the base. I decided to walk over to the BX to get some stuff, and I took a shortcut across the base and found myself in the open. And that story I told in my book, No Place to Hide, is actually the story where the title of that book came from. If you've never read my Iraq War Memoir, memoir. That story's in there about why that the, the, what I felt when I was caught alone 
and a mortar attack. And what I felt was that for the first time in my life, I realized I was not actually in control. I wasn't in control of what happened. There's a woman that I follow on Twitter named Jennifer Greenberg, and she's got a, a good book out and, and, and I've been following her for a long time. She's got a, a tough story of some abuse and some difficult things. And, and a couple of weeks ago, she posted that her husband had been laid off. A bunch of engineers at his firm had been laid off. And she said something that made me think about you and it made me remember my time in Iraq. She said, I realized I feel so out of control now that my husband's lost his job and we're worried and we're stressed and we're not sure what's going to happen. It's right before the holidays. She said, but I, but it dawned on me that I wasn't actually in any more control the day before my husband got laid off than I was the day after he got laid off. I just now was more aware of my lack of control. And friend, I, that, that's such an important point because before that mortar attack, before I was caught in that, in that mortar attack out in the open, I wasn't in no more control of my life than I was once the bombs started falling. And that is a super important thing. I've been telling you about Lucky Chuck, this guy in my new book that's getting ready to come out next summer. Lucky Chuck said his wife told him when she got sick with cancer, hey, you need to decide what you think about God before we get the diagnosis back before I get really sick. And if I die from this illness, decide what you think about God now because you're going to need him. And friends, that is a secret to dealing and keeping your head about you and finding hope again when you're going through hard things. Make that decision before you're not in control of your own life. I live in a world where I see people with bad diagnoses. I saw three people with malignant cancers in the last week. They're not in control of what happens. They can choose to have surgery or not. They can choose to have radiation and chemotherapy or not. But ultimately, they're not in control of whether they survive that illness or not. For the most part, it's going to be up to the genetics of those tumors and how much they can be removed and how they respond to chemotherapy and all those things. And God's got a plan for those people, but they're not in control. But guess what? They weren't in any more control before they found out about their tumor, were they? So I just want to, today on Thanksgiving Day, I want to give you a little toolkit, okay, of things that you can do. One of them is to decide that God is going to keep his promise. And because in the past, whatever happened to you didn't kill you, if you were hungry, you didn't starve to death. If you were thirsty, you didn't die of thirst. If you were worried about finances, you you didn't go become you know naked and destitute. You you made it because you're listening to this podcast on some sort of device that you had enough money to own to, to purchase. You got headphones or a speaker in your car, or you're listening on the radio, or you are listening to a smartphone. But you've got a device in your hand, which means you're in some sort of financial situation where you have enough to be able to provide some education and entertainment for yourself. So so God has done some things to get you to this point. And sometimes it feels like you never quite have enough or you never quite have enough to be comfortable, right? But guess what? God led people through the desert with manna and he gave them just enough for that day and they always had enough. And sometimes they might have wished that they had a big storehouse full of stuff, but they had enough. And so my, my challenge to you today will be that if you find yourself in some difficult situation, Think about the fact that you do actually have tools and resources and God's given you the ability to make decisions and find ways forward. He will make a way in the wilderness. He'll, he'll put a concrete wall up for you to hide behind. There's a song called Honey in the Rock that uh, Brooke Leiterwood and Brandon Lake released. And it's, it's out of this obscure, ver- not obscure, this verse that 
many people don't talk about often, Psalm eighty-one, sixteen. But he would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. This is another one of those verses, like I'll make a way in the wilderness and streams of living water. Sometimes he says, you, if you're hungry, go look in the rock and I'll, I'll put some honey there. If you're thirsty, I'll bring water forth from the stone. If you're hungry, I'll put manna on the ground. I'll give you enough. I may not give you a a massive mansion in Beverly Hills, but I'll give you enough. He'll be faithful to you, friend. So decide before you get into the situation that you're going to be grateful for whatever he gives you, even if it's just honey from the rock. Here's the song. There's honey in the rock, water in the stone. Yeah. 
One of my favorite songs for Thanksgiving is Paul Balash's song, What Can I Do? Because it says this this idea of what could I do besides thank him? He's done so much for me. He's given me so much. What else, what other reasonable response would there be besides Thanksgiving? What else could I could I do but just praise him and thank him? And I want to tell you, we're going to talk to Tommy Walker tomorrow about about what worship and gratitude does for you when you're desperate. And and what it does for you is it resets your neurochemistry and it gives you an opportunity to clear out that fear and anxiety from the limbic system and use your frontal lobes to say, wait a minute, I'm not destitute, I'm not dead, I'm, I'm not hopeless, I've got opportunity here to, to grab onto something and I'm going to just say thank you for that. Even if John Swanson said it before, even if all you can think about is the breath in your in your lungs right now, give thanks for that and say, okay, I took a breath. Thank you, God, for the oxygen and the gas exchange that just happened in my lungs. And thank you for my heart that's beating. Because guess what? There are people on transplant lists that literally are dying because their heart's giving out. And I'm not there. Even if I've got to go have heart surgery next week or I need to stint or my heart's racing a little bit, I've got to, I've got to have a pacemaker. I still have a heart. So give thanks for that, right? So when you are able to clear out the fear and anxiety and find somewhere to be grateful for something, it's a rung on the ladder. It's a rung on the ladder that will give you an opportunity to climb up out of that desperate, hopeless situation. And it'll help you. It'll help reset your brain and get you back on your feet. So what else can you do but say thank you when you're hurting? And Paul Balash is going to help us worship with that for now. Here's what can I do. Sunsets glowing, amazing artistry across the evening sky. When I feel the mystery of a distant galaxy, it awes and humbles me to be loved by a God so high. What can I
can I do but thank you? What can I do but give my life to you? Love that song. Thank you, Paul. Listen, friend, I'm going to get you back to your family on Thanksgiving Day. I just wanted to give you a few minutes of stuff to worship and think about. God's always there. He's always made a way. And wherever you are right now, whatever you're facing, you need to make a decision that you're going to face it with gratitude and thanksgiving and hope because there is always a valid reason to hope. And the reason you know that is because in the past, with whatever went on, and even in times when you weren't faithful or you weren't as as courageous as you should have been or you weren't as as holy as you should have been he still made a way for you he still got you through and even when you were scared he gave you enough food and enough oxygen and enough blood flow and enough money and enough provision to make it through that situation so that you're here now listening to me talk to you on thanksgiving day if i had to put out one worship album that I thought was my favorite of all time. It'd be really hard because I love worship music so much. And there's so many great artists like Paul Velosh and, and the ones I just played, Brooke Liderwood and Brandon Lake and, and Cody Carnes and, and all these amazing worship artists that I love. But my favorite, obviously, for all time is Tommy Walker. And his album, Make It Glorious, would probably be at or very close to the top of my favorite albums. And there's a song on that album called Thank You For Loving Me. And it just puts you in the right posture. It's this posture of, I haven't always done it right, God. I've sinned. I've fallen. I'm scared. I'm weak. I'm not exactly what I want to be, but you still love me. Thank you. You're this this great king of heaven. You're this amazing, sinless, flawless king, and yet you still love me. And for that, I am incredibly grateful. Friend, if you can clear out all the stuff that you're worried about, all that anxiety and fear, and if you can just find one thing to be grateful for, even if it's just a breath in your lungs, that's a rung on the ladder that will lead you out of the pit of despair and back towards hope and hopefulness, and that will lead you towards joy and happiness and a full life again, no matter what you're facing. Listen, we love you. We're with you. We're praying for you. We're grateful for you. It's Thanksgiving Day, and I hope that you are somewhere safe and warm with people that you love, and I hope that this day... It's going to turn out to be a great day in your life, and uh, we just we're with you and grateful. Here's Tommy Walker. Thank you for loving me, friend. We will see you tomorrow. We got a great Friday conversation with Tommy, and we'll be back um, Saturday with Soap Brain Surgery Saturday. And whatever you're doing today, just know that you're loved, and we're grateful for you. God bless. What love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called His sons and daughters 
Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is brought to you by my brand new book, Hope is the First Dose. It's a treatment plan for recovering from trauma, tragedy, and other massive things. It's available everywhere books are sold, and I narrated the audio books. Hey, the theme music for the show is Get Up by my friend Tommy Walker, available for free at TommyWalkerMinistries.org. They are supplying worship resources for worshipers all over the world to worship the Most High God. And if you're interested in learning more, check out TommyWalkerMinistries.org. If you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer, WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer, and go to my website and sign up for the newsletter, Self Brain Surgery, every Sunday since 2014, helping people in all 50 states and 60-plus countries around the world. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. And I'll talk to you soon. Remember, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today.